Well, hey there. So, welcome back. Welcome back to Empowered Motherhood. Welcome back to whichever platform you're on with us. I guess I need to quit saying that because you guys obviously know. Okay, so I was going to get on here and tell you about me and tell you about Empowered Motherhood and and what to expect a little bit more, but I really think that we covered most of that in the first one. And so what I would love is I would love to hear from you, right? I would love to hear from you. I would love to know, it's not even about how long you've been a Christian, right? It's not about that at all, because there are some who have been a Christian all their lives and are still infants, right? So it's not about that. It's not about how long, how many years. It's about where are you? Where are you in your journey with your father? And where do you feel like you're you're going? Even what are some of the things that you feel like may be holding you back or keeping you from going, right? We in Romans, Jesus talks about or Jesus, Paul talks about how we are to throw off all of the sin that entangles us and, and to run our race with perseverance, not letting anyone cut in on us, but surrounded by this great cloud of witnesses. And he talks about, you know, all of the, um, is it in Romans? Oh my gosh. I need to look that one up. Cause now I'm like, wait, but then he talks about the, the hall of faith. That's Hebrews 11, right? So anyways, somewhere in one of those, you read the Bible and you'll find it. But we're told about how, what it's like to really run. Sissy, come here. Come here. Come here. Say hi. Um, okay, you are most likely going to see my children. Or hear my children. Yes, you can, sister. Yes. <laughs> okay. So there's four of them. <laughs> there's four of them. How many children do you have? Do you have children yet? What is what? I, where? What is that? What does empowered motherhood mean to you? And and why are you here? Where are you on that journey? Right, and not so that we can judge each other. All right. It's not, it's not about that. And because we all know that our journeys are all different and yet they're all the same, but it's about being able to support each other and uplift each other and, and be there with each other. And at the same time, it's about transparency and knowing that this life is real, right? So where are you on your faith journey? Where are you on your motherhood journey? And if you had to say one statement or one thought about personal development, um, growth, mindset, abundance, belief, Christianity, spiritual maturity, <laughs> any any of those, any of those uh, realms, right? If you had to give me one statement 
that would most closely represent where you are with, with all of that, what is that? What would that be? Right? So again, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to get to know you a little better. Comment, make posts, reach out to me on any of the social media platforms I'm on. Connect with me on the blog. We have a members page. <laughs> you can join and become a member and send me messages and, and we can talk. All right. So get a little more coffee. <laughs> It's also important for me to share openly with you. And so I am in a place with my daddy that I've never been in before. And it's kind of like, um, you know, this, the, the place, and what I'm standing here looking at, it's like, not in the physical, right? But in that spiritual place with him, it's like, okay, the place is what's kind of got me like, um, but like, I know he's here. And so I know we're just like doing this, right? <laughs> and so that's, that's where I am. And I don't have a lot of words for it right now, which is probably shocking if you know me. <laughs> for me to ever not have a lot of words, but yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited and we're going to journey this together. So you guys are going to discover what place I'm in as I discover what place I'm in. And this is just going to be interesting. Um, I know that the place that I have been in has been in place of belief, faith, trust, testing. Like, am I really, really willing to hold on to a promise that he has given me and watch it come to fulfillment watch it be delivered because like we know is it no it's good sister good job the dad's not on the shirt. all right good job you did it <laughs> and so the, the it's been this place of like belief and trust and am i willing to to really hold on and believe that you know what he has promised he will do even if I can't see it yet. And there's been like this timeline and there has been a, it's been almost like a perception shift and twist of like, if I was looking at this picture from straight on and then he like elevated me a little bit and then whisked me around on that side. And so it looked a little bit different. And then we looked at it from over here. Then we looked at it from slightly lower, but on this side and, and it's just been amazing. Right. And so there's been deep deepening and growing. And, um, is it Proverbs or that talks about the, the, um, the man is like a deep, well, deep water. I think it's just deep water and deep water that that is, is drawn up out of him. And so there's been a lot of drawing happening in my life in this last season. And there have been real life, everyday life sort of shifts and changes as well and navigating through circumstances of my husband. Um, well, the little bit longer version of that story is that we moved January 1st, 2020, we were moving and I remember being in the car, like looking and, and having studied the numbers of, of 20 and the fulfillment of what that meant biblically. And this is 2020 double fulfillment. This is it Lord. Right. And, and so 
there's, I, re, I remember being in that place, but we moved and um, then we, so we loved everything about the move and, and then there was some uneasiness building in my husband and I was like, just do what you gotta do, I'm here. And then like, it totally happened and he called me one day and he was like, hey, come pick me up. So I went and I woke our baby up from his nap, put him in the car, went and picked up dad. We drove straight to the school, picked up the boys from school for a summer vacation. <laughs> and then we were all in the house together for months. Yes. And so, um, that, that's kind of where, where we've been. And so we're in a new place now where there is, um, people leaving the house for certain things at different times of day, which is wonderful. So, um, and of course, then we're all still together, right? It's not that we don't want to be with our family, but that's a whole other topic. <laughs> and so navigating through some of those things and, and feel like we're coming into some, some calmer waters. And so, yeah, that's where I am, right? That's where I am. And empowerment to me, empowered motherhood is freedom. It is, it is that complete redemptive freedom to live and breathe and move and feel and think and grow and laugh and experience. It is freedom to its core, right? Empowered motherhood is joy. It is energy shifting. It is energy shifting. And yeah, I know there are probably some Christians right now going, Whoa! What's she talking about? Is she talking about that stuff? <laughs> okay, but no. Empowered motherhood is real. It is felt, it is done, it is results, it is applicable, it is happening, it has happened, and it will happen. And it will happen again and again and again and continue to happen, right? Empowered motherhood is free, it is energy shifting and it is real results. That's what empowered motherhood is. And we get to do that with kingdom principles, happy mom hacks, mindset tools, aromatherapy, and a community that's got each other's back. That's what empowered motherhood is. So, <laughs> welcome. That's what empowered motherhood is to me. And that's because that's the community that y'all seriously, when God began shifting me, you guys will have to track down some people that worked with me in youth ministry when I was leaving teenager, entering adulthood and still in there. And I'm like, and entering my adulthood as a woman, right? Womanhood. And you're like, those ladies scare me. Talking to women with women, that scares me. <laughs> I was never going to do this. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay. So I want to leave you guys with some meat, right? I want to leave you with some meat. I want to leave you with something to be able to chew on and digest and think over. And we're just going to um, use really what's been the icing on the cake for this and for this launch, for the start, for this go at what it is that we're doing here. 
and it was October 27th, a Wednesday night. My amazing pastor, Tim Tate at IFC in Seminole brought a word from the Lord that was mindset shifting and like belief busting and eye opening and awakening and all of these things. And even though the truth of the message, the fundamental truths of that message were things that I already believed, it was a completely different experience to be listening to the light being brought and shown on this scripture, on this belief, on this understanding from a different perspective. And inside of that message, inside of that teaching that night, Holy Spirit just got a hold of me. And he had been like, how Holy Spirit moves in my life it, it in the past and how it is the pattern of his moves in my life is, is like this very long leading up to process. And then when he moves, you better just hold on. You better already be holding on because if he moves and you, you feel like go for a moment, he's gone. You better like through all of the, the leading up and the slow process, keeping a hold, never letting go. Because when he moves, if you've let go, you're gone. You're left behind. He moves quick. <laughs> so that's how it's been in my life. And um, this is one of those things that over the last little bit, it has been the slow leading up and the slow going and the slow like, all right, I feel it coming, but I'm not sure, Lord. And I shared with you in the last video um, about how he said, just speak. And so here we are <laughs> just speaking. All right. So all of this, this was like that, that moment that said, all right, let's go. Let's do it now. And um, it was just crazy to me that the scripture is from Isaiah 55 and he started reading through the scripture and, and he, he told it like it got me because at one time Pastor Tate goes, this is the BC scripture. And I was like, yeah, wait, yeah, what, huh? And, uh, and he, it was Isaiah 55 and it was verse eight because it's one that's quoted quite a bit. The Lord, um, the wind blew my paper. That's not 50, 55. Sorry. See what happens. Okay. Isaiah 55, eight for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways, my ways. And, and I was like, wait, what, what, huh? And it took me a second to get there. But I, when I got there, it was like, Phew. Right? Because then Pastor Tate Brennan, whoa, we have the mind of Christ. BC, this is prophetic. My ways are not your ways. My thoughts are, are not your thoughts. But we have the mind of Christ. Verse 9, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are, the, are my ways higher than your ways. But wait, Pastor Tim goes, but wait. What happened when Jesus said we're seated on the throne with him? wait what <laughs> right and so it was this and so it started like I started catching some of the other smaller things to these scriptures that I had just read over in the past there was um there was a verse a couple a bit down and he's talking about um well that was a whole different one that was really great too uh, 
verses 10. Just go read all of Isaiah 55, okay? Just go read all of that. Um, but on verse 13, there it is. Instead of the thorn bush, we will, we will grow the pine tree. And instead of the bristles, the myrtles will grow. For this will be the Lord's renown for an everlasting sign, which will not be destroyed. And so um, in the translation that he uh, was reading from Wednesday, it said, it said juniper. And when it said, and then he, then he said, he's like the, the thorn bushes and thistles, those are curses. Those weren't in the garden. I'm like, wait, what? What? Oh my gosh, they were right. And, and here God is saying, I'm going to take these curses and I'm going to give you these thorn bushes and these bristles. And I'm going to give you what blessings and promises, juniper myrtle. What did they use juniper and myrtle for back then? It was cleansing. It was healing. There's all sorts of uses for them. They used it all the time. It, it was it was like us talking about, hey, I'm going to take that old landline phone that your great grandma had and I'm going to give you a cell phone. I'm going to give you a new Apple, a new iPhone. Well, 2,000 years from now, people read that and go, what are you talking about? What's a landline? What's an Apple? Why are they going to give her a fruit instead of a phone? What? <laughs> right? I mean, so... So it's that kind of, of com, common, there's a word I'm looking for, but I don't know what it is right now. So if y'all know it, let me know, but just a, a common thing, right? And so, and so then I started going, wait, what is more? What more is there in here where it is a BC scripture prophecy that is now complete and fulfilled through Jesus Christ? Because this was the theme of his scripture or of his message Wednesday night. There was like two themes. The main one is that it is all fulfilled through Christ Jesus. He said on the cross, it is finished. Why are we living as prisoners in our own castle when we are kings and queens? Right? Then the other, the second theme of this message is how important and specific and purposed and unique you are. You have a specific purpose. You have something that you're appointed to do that no one else can do. You have your own purpose. And, and it was just this amazing, like full circle completeness of this relationship love that we have with our God and we get to live in fulfillment and the blessings of it right now. And it's not, it's not this, oh, here's another one that will, <laughs> that will ruffle some feathers, right? It's not this, this prosperity living, but it's also not this woe is me living either. This false humility type of living, right? It's, it's being able to live confidently in the blessings and the goodness of God and knowing and having that wonderful, grateful humility inside of us as we live, right? And so it's just this amazing thing. And 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 God, He was just like, your presence matters, but you have to show up, right? It was the the statements that were made where you were a word, you you your life was a word from God, right? This, he desired you, he's desired you and your presence matters. Wherever you go, your light shines, whatever you do, your light shines. And the moment that, that your presence matters was spoken, my spirit inside of me said, but you've got to show up. And I haven't been showing up. 
And so this was the, that last little pushing icing on the cake. Do it, just start speaking, show up. So here we are, we're showing up together. <laughs> and I'm so thankful that you're here with me. Um, so there you go. There's a little bit of meat. So the thing to chew on is I would like to challenge you to jump back to Isaiah 55, go through that scripture and go through some of those things and, and ask Holy Spirit to, to rise up this curiosity in you. Like play with, play with your daddy as you're, as he's telling you the story, because he's telling you a story, leaving something for, to be discovered for you. And he's just waiting to see if you're going to ask. But instead, many of us, we read our Bibles or listen to messages like not on a log, not really paying any attention or getting curious about any of it, just taking everything as the way that we see it. But again, we know that perceptions, perspectives change, shift, see different things. And so we, we don't ever move around and look around and get curious and, and peek under over there and look up up there and... and we got to get curious, right? We got to get curious. So read Isaiah 55, get curious. And we are going to talk about um, some of what we find in there. And so real quickly, before I leave, I know that sometimes finding the time for things like this is difficult. And I want to offer you, you can jump over to brennastanford.us on that first page. There's going to be a spot that has a free masterclass for you. And it is all about finding that, that life work life balance, but there's a uh, training in there that teaches you how to set up your treat time. Go do that. Go do that and make sure that you get that time set up. So your brain can process a bit better so that as you're reading these things, your, your, your physical brain isn't all weighed down with everything. And you learn how to process through that and you are able to refine your rhythm and start working out in your day, the, the few minutes for you to be able to work on some of this stuff, because this is not going to be, this is not going to be something you can listen to. And then you just walk away and don't do anything because then number one, it's not going to make sense. Number two, there's going to be no growth for you and we're here to grow girl. So let's do that. Talk to you later.